ready for us. All right, let's get it. So what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of We Got Next Draft Pre-Draft Special. That's what we're going to call this one today. Pre-Draft Special Post-OK Bears Mint. And welcome, everyone, to this episode. You all know this by now, but if you're new to the show, welcome. I'm one of your hosts of the show, Hayes, a.k.a. A.O. Shifty. And I appreciate you guys, as always, just supporting us, always giving us the comments, the critiques, the views, the likes, the subscribes. Make sure you do those last two when you get a chance. And just continuing to just shoot the shit with us. Um, we both appreciate it. I know I appreciate it. I know Steven appreciates the love with the quick slants. And without further ado, we'll just get into everything. So... Steven is continuing with the quick slants, so make sure you guys tune in and check out the quick slants. He's been talking about um, various different things that have happened at Penn State. He also was talking about other sports during the offseason. And with the spring game over with, um, Blue and White game that Steven went to, make sure to end up catching up because he will talk about that one. He'll give you his thoughts. I know he and I have shared thoughts on it. And yeah, it was a good one. I ended up watching on TV. I wasn't there for it, but I did watch it on TV. I did catch LeVar Arrington. I also was watching USC's one with Lincoln Riley because Caleb Williams is there as well. So I was able to just see both of them. The goal is to start end up tuning in to more ODU games this year, so I will start to support them more. I know I should have been doing it all along. Still love the homies down there. And that was the big thing with that. The other thing is it's not promised, but Stephen and I have been talking about it, potentially having um, a draft, draft day special. So we're looking forward to hopefully being able to bring that to you all. I think it'll be great content. We'll, of course, like live tweet and talk about the different draft picks that do come in as much as we can during the first round. Of course, we're not going to do one through 32 because that's a lot of picks that we would end up be doing um, during it. But we'll probably do, of course, we'll do the top 10 will probably hit my two and then Stevens will be there as well. So that's what we're looking forward to end up doing. We'll keep you guys posted on what we end up going through with that. We'll segue into the cryptocurrency and stocks world uh, because there were big things that happened. Um, the first one for everyone out there that pays attention in stocks, you all know if you checked it out or turned in tune into anything, looked at my page, Elon Musk, uh, got his approve got the approval to the prelim steps to acquire Twitter. It will be for forty four billion dollars. It'll be at a price of fifty four dollars per share, and he will be taking the stock private. So what that ends up meaning is when everything goes through with like the SEC and all the governing bodies, everyone that has shares of Twitter will be paid out for that at fifty four dollars per share, and then. He will take the stock private. It'll become a public, a private company. And the big part about that is people are saying that it'll end up being decentralization of the social media itself. So it's something that we're looking forward to seeing. Um, I'm curious as to what will end up happening as well. With the next story, because Elon Musk, if that wasn't big enough, the next big story, and we'll end up, should be able to share this with you guys and just show you, um, was OK Bears. So for everyone out there that knows about OK Bears or have heard about OK Bears, OK Bears currently has a this recording, 8.55 p. 
p.m. Eastern Standard Time on April 27th. OK Bears is sitting at a floor price of 50 Solana. They minted yesterday at 1.5 Solana. 1.5, 1.75 Solana. OK, for starters, we'll just do round numbers. That's $150 to $175 a minted for. It's currently sitting at 50 Solana, and it had a peak of over 60 Solana, I saw. It hit 60 Solana. This is just within the last 11 minutes. So if we even go 50 pages, there was a high 64 it shows here. That's in the last 10 hours. This meant to 24 hours ago. So just to show you, and the volume is dumb insane. Like the volume doesn't even make sense. Over 209,000, let's call it 210,000 total volume Solana. 210,000 Solana was done in a little over 28 hours. They hands down destroyed the record. And this is a 10,000 collection. Kudos to them, mad props to them. A lot of them are dope. I was going to say some of them are dope. A good amount of them are dope. I think the green one is tight. I'll show you my favorite ones in the collection, though. Um, this one, I like the cyborg robotic one. I love the coral. It's just something that I really like. The coral's dope. You have rank seven one with the coral. You could tell that the coral ones are going to be rare. Robotic one, I'm surprised it's a 8900 moon rank. Uh, you got the eight ball that's 753. So we can even check this out. So that's the interesting thing because. This, it's showing on two different ones, Moonrank and how rare, two various different ones. But if you look, someone bought it at 50, someone sold it at 69.69. So you basically ended up making damn near 20 Solana. When you take out fees and stuff, it's a little less. But that's a good profit. He minted 1.5, sold it at 50. That's very good profit you just got there. That's over 40 Solana. Can't go wrong with that. $4,000. Shit. Congrats. Um, so, yeah, this is okay, Bears. This is the big thing I wanted to end up talking to everybody about. The average sale price has rose a lot. And reason for that is so earlier today, the floor price went down to 40, and the average sale price was in the mid 20s. And there was a lot of buying. So with a lot of buying, it brought the average sale price up and now it's matched. I always tell people that that's the big thing you always need to pay attention to and look for to make sure they're around about the same. But yeah, so that is the main thing here with um, OK Bears. So that was the big thing I wanted to talk to you guys about in terms of that one. The next story, I started to dive into near NFTs for everyone out there. That's just another blockchain. Um, I looked into near NFTs and I'm also looking to Elite Zero NFTs. There's one called Pandas that I am seeing a decent amount about. So I do want to end up seeing that. I'm trying to diversify in as many NFTs as possible. That's the big goal for me. If I can get into various different blockchains and get in early, those are the ones that will hold a lot of, not necessarily promise, but it'll have a lot of history to it. Just like CryptoPunks, look at what happened with them. And then you see different ones on Solana. 
doing the same. They're like the OG projects. So you want to get into them early. And yeah, sometimes they do have tough history and tough past. But if you believe in either the team or the founder or you like the art, you'll stick around for them. So just pay attention to that. As always, do your own research. Another thing is Ice Cube and Shaquille O'Neal both own D-Gods. Um, that's a big thing just because when you get these celebrities involved, that's important. Ice Cube also was on the Joe Pomp show and he did talk a little bit about his Mickey D-God that he had. And he talked about the subcommunity Mickey D-Gods. I'm in a community, I'm in a subcommunity, the, the God Scouts, and we have Shelby Harris, who's on the Seattle Seahawks. So shouts out to the different celebrities and athletes that are getting involved in it. Um, the next thing I want to let everyone know about is BlackRock launched a blockchain ETF. So that's important just because you're seeing all these different ETFs that people are going to continue to wait for. When is that Bitcoin ETF coming out? Once that Bitcoin ETF comes out, you can see down the line and Ethereum ETF will probably come out. And then you'll see new money start to flow in. Some people are just waiting for that just because of the regulation and everything, but they will happen. Just at this point, you're starting to realize it's inevitable that it's going to end up being the future way of how everything goes. The second nation, so my next story is the second nation to legalize Bitcoin as legal tender is Central African Republic. Yes, I probably thought the same thing as you all. I didn't know that Central African Republic was a nation, but it is. And they're the second nation to legalize Bitcoin as legal tender. Congratulations to them for doing this. You'll start to, they brought up stories of saying countries with higher inflation will end up going into Bitcoin or diving into Bitcoin. And it's something you can start to slowly see You'll, of course, you'll hear FUD and see FUD about different things, about how it won't work and what the issues are, but continue to do your own research and read. And this is something that I do believe and I do feel as though we will continue to see this as we move forward. Um, another thing is, so staking went live for Elite Zero. That's something after I'm done recording this, I'll probably go take care of that and go stake my A-Zeros that I got on um, the Elite Zero wallet and We'll let it do what it do. But that's something I'm excited for and I'm looking forward to end up seeing what ends up happening over there. In terms of Solana, again, I want to let everyone know. So I always try to just be transparent and 100%. I have been looking a lot at Bridge. So that's going to be the next Fracture Collection. Soul guys, for everyone that's out there. It looks really dope. Um, it's something that I've seen a decent amount of and it just looks nice i'll see if i can end up pulling it up for you guys because i like the artwork i like the team i was listening to an interview that they had not too long ago as well and they know what they're doing i think as though i'm trying to get them on one of the spaces but they know what they're doing they i like this artwork a lot i i think that's the only way i can end up putting it i'm looking at discord for everyone out there that's wondering what's taking it so long but the bridge supply is going to be at 9999, so 9999, um, collection. It's something that thing it the, the rate everything's going, it will sell out, especially with with um okay, Bears just did. Just look at the detail that is put into this different artwork. And I think this one's dope. Of course, I won't get any of this shit, just knowing how my luck is. 
But I think this one's the Medusa head is dope. This one is dope. The Joker face. I like this one. This one's okay, but this one's nice. If I get any of these in, I promise you, I will be getting one of these shits. I said that about OK Bears. If it hit my price point, I was driving when I saw OK Bears go from like five to 15 to 20 so fast. And I just lost all hope with that one. If it drops and the volume dries up, then all right, I'll get into that one. But yeah, this one, this shit looks dope. I've seen the creator. Soul, soul gods are nice, but I think this artwork is much better. So this is the other thing just want to end up let everyone know about because I'm excited to see what they end up pulling through and when that drops. They said mid-May, so we'll see when which week that ends up happening. Finally, I want to let everyone know about Fidelity will be the first um, company of its type that'll have retirement accounts that they will allow their investors to um, put Bitcoin in their 401ks. And that's important. Now, financial advice, I'd probably put a little over there in there, but that's just me. So we'll see what ends up going down in that side of town too. Lastly, in the crypto and stocks world, Frank and Pebble had a conversation. Of course, everyone's trying to figure out what that conversation, what that talk is about. When I end up finding out the news and if I can figure out in my different subcommunities some of the alpha that was going on with that, I will let you all know because you know I try to break that information first. But we'll keep you just stay tuned in. I it's going to only be good. That's what I'm all I'm gonna say. Frank and Pebble talking. Those are two hype communities that people are trying to figure out what's happening, what's going on over there. One, if Frank was talking to the real Peplo, that'll give people hope because Frank was able to actually talk to this person. So we'll see what happens with that. Let's swerve on over to that sports side, just give you a good amount of stuff and we'll continue to go forward after that. Uh, first thing is J.R. Smith, congratulations. He, for NCANT, won the Academic Athlete of the Award with the 4.0. That was a big thing for him, and he said it was very important, especially with the difficulties he's had to deal with in life and the things that he's going through in school. So congratulations to him. He was doing good in golf as well. And it's just good seeing him get his education. It just shows a lot of people don't give up, and you're never too old to end up going back to school. So congratulations to J.R. Smith for going through with that. I want us to talk about the NBA playoffs. So everyone knows, for me, I'm a Grizzlies fan. So we'll get to the Grizzlies in a second. The first one we'll talk about is Boston and Brooklyn. There ain't no way in hell people thought that the Brooklyn Nets were going to get swept. Then afterwards, you end up hearing everything come out about Kyrie and KD and saying that they were overwhelmed and they were overthinking it and they didn't necessarily... They didn't have the chemistry. We all knew that they didn't have the chemistry. Don't fully blame this on Kyrie. If you guys are blaming it on Kyrie, you're wrong for that. Because Ky you guys forced Kyrie to not be able to play. It was just because of the state where he lived. If this is any other state, you guys wouldn't care. But because it was in New York, you guys cared so much. And you cared because it affected your team. So you just wanted him to put the ball through the hoop. That's all that you're really caring about. I know Kyrie does a lot of things that people question or wonder about. Something like this, it's not strictly Kyrie's fault. He had his morals and values that he wasn't going to go against. And I respect that fully that he did not want to sway against that. I personally, and I've told this to people, I don't think they can stay together next year. I really think KD is going to have to leave. Um, it also just shows you the leadership with them that they need that other person. 
don't get me started on Ben Simmons because Stephen and I have had a conversation about that and the whole Ben Simmons shit is not something. Me personally, I would have, the man's getting paid $30 million to just do what? Nothing, not a goddamn thing. And he's getting paid 30 million. Let me shit, I could do a good damn job of doing that. Let me just be here. You know what? There's a lot of stress today. My back hurt. No, I could do that pretty good for 30 mil. But everything's getting to his head as well. I'm curious as to what the Nets are going to do. They might chalk it up as an L and just say, train him to another team or just try and cut him. Either way, they're going to have to pay him a lot of money. So that's what, they have to figure out what they do with that one. Um, congratulations to Boston. Marcus Smart did his shit. Jason Tatum played damn good defense on KD, and he did a great job on the offensive end. So I'm excited for them. So mad props and major kudos over there. Um, Miami and Atlanta series, that one's over. Miami won it without having Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry because of injuries. And Trey Young did give a lot of effort, but Atlanta needs more. It can't just be Trey Young. They need another person that's there that is going to be a threat for the other team. But Miami is strong. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how the next series ends up going. Congrats again to Miami on what they did. They definitely handled the business. Other one is Sixers and Raptors. That one's going to be over soon. I believe the Sixers are going to win. They just need one more. They have two games to do it. So Joel Embiid will probably find a way. He does have issues with his hand that they said that he's going to end up having surgery after the season. But for right now, I do think the Sixers are going to win. The Toronto Raptors are undermanned. And I don't think they'll end up winning. I'll just keep it straight up. I don't think if they can win two games, I'm going to be in shock. Congratulations. I'll give them all the praise in the world. But I see the Sixers handling their business with that. They got to end it soon. Finally, the Bucks and Bulls. There's going to be no Zach Levine in the next game and no Alex Russo. So I think that series is over. I saw the Bulls. And what's crazy is the Bulls in the beginning of the season till now are two different teams. Like, they were moving and grooving. They had Lonzo. They had Caruso, Vucevic. They had DeMar DeRozan. They had Zach Lee. Everybody, it was moving like a fine-tuned machine. It was great. They were in the top. I thought I was going to be running away with the whole challenge that we had. No. Then it fell off. So, I think it's over. The Bulls will run it back next year. They'll probably do well. But it also just shows you that's why the three people for the MVP awards was Jokic, Antetokounmpo, and Embiid, because they legit carried their teams the whole way. DeMar DeRozan did, but when other players started to fall off, DeMar DeRozan had to do more, and it just wasn't the same. So I have the um, Bucks winning that one, and that series will be over. Then we'll have Boston, Miami, Philly, and Milwaukee all moving through, a.k.a. the top teams. Um, going to the west side where it's more entertaining because the games are kind of more competitive. Granted, Boston, Brooklyn, we all thought it was going to be a very competitive series, and it wasn't. Um, and don't get me wrong, the East is very good this year. But on the west side, you have the Suns and Pelicans. Without Booker, one of the games was a series. It's 3-2. The Suns won last game because Bridges stepped up. Payne stepped up. CP3 stepped up, Aiden stepped up. They just need to want, pay attention to the bench. That'll be something. Um, just pay attention to how the bench is because of Booker out, a player from the bench had to become a starter, and that takes away from the bench play. So just see, let's see how that goes 
if he's back for the next series, we'll see. I feel the Suns will close this one out. They need one more game. If you guys just get that game, you have two games to do it. Series is over, so we're good. And Monty's playing against his old team, so you know he wants to get the W and do that. They didn't end on bad terms, so let's just put that out there. The next one, Wolves and Chris. Boy, oh boy. First off, I told Steven, John Mayer going to kill somebody at the way he dunking that shit. Ja is going to kill somebody someday. But um, I have a lot of thoughts about the Grizzlies. My first thought is they need to stop playing from behind, and John Morant said that too. They won one game in a blowout, in an actual blowout, not one of those come from behinds and they beat them. You, you, you're using too much energy doing that, and you need to start ahead. All the games start the same. The Wolves get out to a lead, then the Grizzlies got to come back. It shows you that they're resilient and they can come back, but – they should not have to be coming back every single game. And that's the issue. So if we can see, yes, we, I'm part of the team. We can see the Grizzlies go up in a game. It'll be good to see that one. It'll be good for them, but two, they're probably going to be playing the Warriors and we're going to segue into that one in a second. But if it's the Grizzlies and the Warriors, you can't play from behind with Jordan Poole, um, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. That's not going to happen because you guys are going to have to run around with them. Bane can give you some, and I really think Bane has been the MVP of this series because Bane has stepped up. Although Jaw is taking the clutch shot and ending the game, Bane is keeping him in the game. Allen is keeping him in the game. I mean, Bane's keeping him in the game. Clark is keeping him in the game. And those are the ones that are doing it. Jaw is giving him the buckets, but that is what's tough. Also, with that being said, in the next series, Steven Adams will be able to play more. Steven Adams will not even run as much with Carl Anthony Towns. So I do credit coach for figuring that out up front and not just leaving Steven Adams in there and it always be a five on four because this would not have been a series. But switching that up allowed them to play five on five, allowed them to run and go with the other team. They just need to start playing ahead, not playing from behind every single time. Um, and that series, it depends on the next game. That's my thing. Gers has got to close it out. Don't let this go to a game seven because the Pel- um the Wolves will be hungry and it'll be over real quickly because Pat Bub, you're, Pat Bev, you're going to have him have energy. Um, Ant-Man, Anthony Towns, Russell might have a game. Beasley going to be trying to be hungry after getting dunked on. So they have a lot of players over there that are hungry and ready. If you don't close this out game six, I think the Grizzlies could lose game seven. Don't let it go game seven because these other series are going to be tougher for you. Say going into the next one, the Warriors and Nuggets is 3-1. I think the Warriors are going to close that one out tonight, and we'll see what happens in the next round. But there's too much firepower there. Jokic has to do a lot, but I will say don't sleep on the Nuggets come next year. If you can keep Boogie next year, if you can keep um, Jokic, of course you will. But if you can have Murray healthy, that's another piece. Remember, Murray did not play at all this year. So if Murray is healthy, that'll be really exciting to see that team. They will be like they were back in the bubble. And that's the team that we remember when Murray was putting on a show in the bubble. And I look forward to see that. Uh, going to the last one, the Mavs and Jazz. I think the Mavs will probably do it. Um, Luca and then Jalen. So Doncic and Brunson are finally gelling together. And Brunson started off the series hot. Lucas said, I got you. The both of them came together and they're doing it now. So I think that series is going to be over. It's 3-2. So most of the series are 3-2 outside of the Warriors Nuggets. 
And I think that's how it's going to go. So I can foresee the Suns moving on, the Grizzlies moving on, the Mavs moving on, and the Warriors moving on. And then next round, it'll be interesting because I said whoever wins the Grizzlies in the Warriors series, if it gets to that point, will end up going to the NBA championship. And I still stand by that point. I don't think it's going to be the other side. I think one of those two teams are going to take it because they are going to sharpen each other up. And that's going to be an exciting series if those two are it. Now, if it becomes the Warriors and the Timberwolves, I don't I know the Warriors will move on easily because they'll just put up a three-point clinic. Um, but I think as though the Grizzlies can give them a challenge. I'm not saying the Grizzlies will win it at the way they're playing right now, but they will give them a challenge because Ja will have to run around with either Clay or Steph Curry. He can't hide from it. And then Bain will have to play with probably Clay. And then you have to figure out who's going to be on pool. So that's what will happen. Steven Adams and Jackson can end up just playing around with Jaylen Green and they can guard them. And then you have to figure out who's going to be guarding either Wiggins or who's going to guard like pool. So that's what it'll come down to. You'll have to do matchups, but it'll be interesting seeing Ja and Steph go at each other because Ja will be able to get by Steph, Steph will be pulling up three, so we'll see what ends up happening in that matchup. But it's exciting, and it's good to see Desmond Bain also is getting his money. Brooks will Brooks will be probably on pool or Clay Thompson, and I think Brooks can run around with them. He will have to step up. Bain will definitely have to step up. It'll take a lot on both sides of the ball. So that's going to be an exciting matchup to see, and that's it for that. I want to move over into, of course, you see the shirt. If you don't see the shirt, if you know, you know. But NFL Draft, as of the time as this gets released, it will probably be a couple of hours beforehand. Um, Philly. So Philly will be drafting. And I had Steven end up letting me know who he thinks the Steelers are going to draft. So Philly has two picks um, in the first round. And that's been the talk. They did have three picks at one point. But now they have two picks because they traded with the New Orleans Saints. Um, the Jaguars have the number one pick and just going through like how everything is assessed. I am very curious about what is going to end up happening. Um, just to tell you the truth, I don't know really how it's going to shake up because of course you could say one thing and then something else ends up happening. The Eagles do have the 15th pick and they also have the 18th pick and the Steelers have the 20th pick. So with the number one pick, I really, Robinson did get signed today, which puts a smidge of a wrench, but I could see them still trying to fortify that offensive line. So I could see Icky going there, um, which it makes sense. Just go offense. That's what I would say. Of course, it's been, it's gone so many different ways. Um, you see some drafts will say they're going to go D-line, then other people say they'll go edge rusher with Hutchinson. Other people say they'll end up going with Akeem Ekwonu, um, offensive tackle. So you really don't know what will happen. I personally think you need to go offense. Trevor Lawrence can't be getting sacked. You're getting offensive weapons, so you need to stick with that. If you're getting the weapons, you need to fortify that offensive line so he can end up running. So I'm gonna say they need to go offensive line. Other people can believe other things, um, but I personally will be saying here, I think they need to go offensive line. We'll see what ends up happening uh, moving forward, but that's what I believe. 
in terms of my picks to watch for, I think you got to watch for Christian Watson out of North Dakota State, and you have to watch for Sky Moore. So those are my two ones that everyone should pay attention to. One, where they go, because scheme fit is always a big thing. And then you also just need to pay attention to how they fit um, and when they're drafted, because money will play a big factor. But Sky Moore, for everyone out there, he's from Western Michigan. And I said that um, Christian Watson is from North Dakota State. I saw both of them run. I saw them jump. I saw their catching and just how they were moving. And it's one of those that I think if they're in the right setting, they can do very well. We'll come back to this and I'll talk about it tomorrow. If any of them are drafting the first round, I'll give you my thoughts. If they're drafting the second or third round, I'll give you my thoughts as well. We're probably, if we do this live tomorrow, I'll give you my thoughts then, but then I'll also probably drop one, hopefully if I can, after the first round, and then I'll do one after the second, third round. And then if I have enough energy, I'll do one after four, five, six, seven. So that'll be the goal to end up just going through and analyzing some of the picks, seeing how those picks can end up working out. And then we can start segueing some of that into what it'll look like for fantasy football and then also in the real world football. Um, Steven, I asked him his thoughts on who he thinks or the direction he feels that the Steelers will go. He feels as though it'll probably either be a receiver or a quarterback. Uh, people have been talking about saying it might end up going with Malik Willis because he might be sitting there at Liberty. I think that would be big for the city and also just a difference for the team when you go from a running quarterback, a running athletic quarterback, then you had Big Ben. Of course, they don't want Mason Rudolph there. You do have Mitchell Trubisky. So we'll see if they end up going in that direction or what they end up doing um, in terms of that. But also pay attention to wide receiver because they don't have Juju anymore. They do have Claypool. They have um, Johnson that's also there. Then, of course, they have Najee Harris in the backfield. So we'll see what does end up happening over there. My thoughts on the Eagles with their two picks, I think the Eagles, personally, I think they need to go wide receiver. Um, they've gone wide receiver a couple of years in a row, and I believe they need to continue doing that because if you keep messing up the goddamn pick, Howie, you need to keep going with a better wide receiver. You're not finding the right one. You have Devontae Smith, yes, but you messed up with JJ, I think a white side, and you also messed up with Jalen Rager. Do this one correctly, and you guys will be straight. Be, um, if you just look at it, there are good wide receivers that are out there. I personally would want Drake, um, Drake Linden. He's out of USC. We'll see if they end up going there. I'm just looking at how the draft is and what the Eagles need. You need a taller and a bigger receiver. So Drake London is 6'5". A lot of the other receivers are six foot. You don't need another receiver that's going to be basically the same height. So I'm hoping that they, if they can pick up Drake London, that'd be great. Um, just don't get injured, Drake, if you end up going there. Um, and they also need to go defense. So I also felt as though they can go with like Devontae Wyatt. That's another person that I think people should pay attention to and see where he goes. Will I get both of them right? Probably not. I think that they should go. There's three different ways they can go. Wide receiver, 1,000%. They need to go D-line slash linebacker, but I don't see them taking a linebacker in the first one. If they take one there, I'd be happy. They go wide receiver, D-line linebacker, or cornerback, we're good. Worry about the other positions later. Cornerback only if it's like, 
Sauce or if Stingley's there or different receivers like I mean different corners like that are secondary don't just force it make sure you're using like the right pick for it so those are mine that I have wants to also pay attention to Traylon Burks out of Arkansas is another one um, that will have potential I saw him and he's more of a weapon and that's what they have said so I'm curious to see what team he ends up going to so wide receivers is a big thing after tomorrow I will end up letting you all know my thoughts on when I see people get drafted because big thing about the draft is you can go to the wrong team for Saquon Barkley with that line, or you can go to the right team and not be a great player, but you can shine. Or you could be a great player and go to a bad team and they don't ever know about you again. So pay attention to see what ends up happening over there on both sides. That's all that I have for today. I will also stay tuned because I will be putting out NFT videos as well, there's been a lot that's been going on. I've been talking to some of the people in my communities. I'm trying to get um, Trippinate Tribe whitelist spot so I can end up minting that. And I'll end up putting it up here for you guys if I end up getting that one. That's another main one. Yaku is this weekend, so I will end up minting that one. I'll do two of those, and I'll show everyone those as well. Make sure to put that out there for everybody. Um, Again, I want to also thank everybody that's been tuning into the spaces that I've done. So we have four episodes out after I'm done recording this, and I'm actually going to start announcing people for the May 2nd week. But I do have um, Sugar Rum and Virtual Basketball Association that will be coming on next week. So May 2nd at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on May 2nd. We're doing two different ones. Um, just due to time zones and stuff like that. And we have a lot of people uh, at 7 p.m. We will have Mini Royale, Cave World, and Cyber Pharmacy. So I'm looking forward to talking to all these different teams. It's been an exciting time just being able to talk to everybody. We've had tons of people tune in. And the four that we've had, we probably had combined eight to 900 people listening in. So that's something that I'm very appreciative of. I love the support that everyone's been giving me. And just the encouragement, just to keep on going. I start to see new people follow me as well that I never thought would follow me and they're paying attention to what's going on. So thank you to everyone out there that's been doing that. I also wanna start doing giveaways. So pay attention, we will start to do giveaways. Um, I'll probably do two different types of giveaways. I'll probably do some in Solana, probably do some in Dust. If I can start end up diving deeper into like the near NFTs, I might start bringing some of them on the show and just like do special ones like maybe one month I'll do straight well maybe one week in a month I'll do like near straight NFTs just bring them on highlight special edition let's see what it is so other people can figure out about it I have gained so many followers in terms of the Solana ecosystem that now I can share this with other blockchains in terms of that but that's mainly it um, you guys can catch me every Monday you can end up listening to the NFTs that we have appreciate everyone that's been out there listening to them Congratulations again if you got any of the OK Bears. Um, if you want to send me some, like, feel free to send me some, please. Um, yeah, so shout out to them. Got a shout out to my COC Illuminati gang for always holding it down. Shout out to the D-God Scouts as well. I appreciate all that they've been doing and just the alpha that they drop over there and just the conversations that we do have. And yeah, that's basically it. Hayes, AO Shifty, I think that's it. We out.